Hey there, thanks for joining us for this special Q&A episode of the Made It In Music podcast. Recently, we posted an episode with Cooper Allen, who is a country singer that went viral on TikTok for his one-of-a-kind song mashups. Make sure you check that out when you get the chance. In this episode, members of our Song Chasers community got to ask specific questions, and now you get to hear the answers. Our Song Chasers community members get to watch these trainings live every single month. They get to interact with Seth Mosley and each of our guests, and then we always open the floor for them to ask any questions they want. If you would like to learn more about the Song Chasers community, head over to joinsongchasers.com. Now let's go ahead and get into this Q&A session with Cooper Allen. Hey, man, this has been an absolute blast. We're going to wrap up the main portion of it now and open it up to some audience Q&A here in Song Chasers. So um, go ahead and type your questions in the chat. Alan Baker has got a really good one. Um, Cooper, are you seeing these? Oh, okay. Let's see. <laughs> yes. And I'll go, I'll go ahead and read them off just so people who are listening. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Have softwares like Hootsuite implemented TikTok into their platform. Creating post-to-post -post across multiple flat platforms would be so much easier rather than visiting each individual platform all at one time. Um, so I'm not familiar with uh, Hootsuite, but I'm guessing it is like a thing. It's where you just make one video and it mass posts onto all platforms. Is that what that is? Um, so unfortunately, and this is it sucks but it's like the the hard truth it is these all these apps really like you to use their own like creative tools whether that's the text and the captions and putting captions of lyrics to songs or what you're doing or whatever is so important to just you know things that pop up you don't want to overdo it but you gotta have some things pop up to kind of hook people in and unfortunately you know tiktok instagram youtube really do want you to use their own things so what i do and it's awful and it's so tedious but i have to if i'm editing a video i gotta edit it on tiktok and then i gotta upload it to instagram edit it again on instagram i gotta upload to youtube and edit it again on youtube and it's you know it's uh tedious but it definitely makes the videos do better on each app yeah it's great great question alan uh, Kirsten Alewine said, when you started, did you post strictly music content or also other things that showed your personality in your life? Um, I, I did both, probably more music leaning, but did music stuff that also kind of showed my personality. Um, I, I encourage anybody to try any of that stuff, you know, life stuff, you know, whatever. If your focus is music, then make most of your stuff about music. But people also want to get to know you as a person and all that stuff. So uh, there's no harm in posting anything that you think might be cool, unique, different that hooks people in. There's just never any harm. Suzanne asks, any suggestions for how to start getting a following on TikTok if you're not the actual artist? So meaning, I, I guess, if you're a songwriter or... Yeah, if you're a songwriter, producer, anybody else who's not trying to be the artist. Yeah, um, I don't think the approach is all that different. I mean, I, I think people still want to get to know, and even if you're not a songwriter, or I'm sorry, even if you're not an artist, kind of treat it like you're an artist and start to build your brand as this cool so songwriter that's on here writing great stuff. Um, and, and it's got to be more than just you playing a song into a camera, whether it's playing demos, whether it's showing you in the studio, you know, 
singing into Mike or something, just anything different than just playing there and singing the song. Uh, but I would just, I would not hold back in sharing the stuff that you come up with that you think is good. Um, and even if you're not trying to be an artist, you know, you could even make it kind of look like you're trying to be an artist a little bit. Yeah. I, I shared this the other day. Um, a lot of, a lot of my friends who are writers and, and probably yours as well too, have started doing a version of the same thing where they'll post just little screen captures of here's a chorus, of the new song I wrote with Emily Wisebane and Cooper Allen see what you think and it's just branding yourself as a writer like the more you do that it'll just show people hey this is a songwriter yeah and they'll get familiar with your name and then industry people will see it who knows you might get a cut out of it or something but you know you're just building your brand yeah and ultimately you're you know finding other potential collaborators too 100 percent. somebody likes what you post uh chris nailwine said lots of people say that to make any good progress you need to post several times a day do you agree um i think when you're starting out it could be helpful to post several times a day um, i think at least once a day is probably good or at least five to six times a week um you don't have to like get overthinking about posting you know two to five times a day uh, you, you really focus on quality over just quantity for quantity's sake. I mean, if you have a couple really good videos that you think are worth posting and stuff, go ahead, do it for sure. And you never know what'll stick, but definitely don't get so caught up in the numbers, get more caught up in consistency and regularity, but more of the quality of the videos. Yeah. Um, Suzanne, to your point, she says, like, I, I have finished songs with different artists. Should I play them or sing them myself? Um, I would say if you feel confident with your own voice, then sure. I mean, what, what do you think, Cooper? Totally. Like, so if you have artists cutting your songs, I think what is cool if a songwriter goes and like kind of cuts their own version of the song, like I think Ross Copperman um, started doing that on TikTok some where, you know, you have this song, what the song sounds like with Blake Sheldon singing it, but then Ross Copperman went in the studio and he made his own like, demo version of the song and i doubt it was that hard to do i doubt it was that extensive or expensive um but just kind of showed his own artistic take on it a little bit so i think yeah you share the artist version you share you doing them whether it's in the studio or singing them yourself i i really think you try it all yeah that's good ness noble asked are there ways to search for the kinds of people or groups that you want to engage with um, so, I mean, there, depending on who you follow and the type of stuff that you watch on, um, your phone, you know, is going to form your for you page. Um, and that's, you know, it's going to kind of, that's the cool thing about TikTok is it kind of caters to what you like and your interests and stuff based on this crazy algorithm that somehow knows us better than we know ourselves. Um, so yeah, there is kind of a way to do that. Um, you know, you can also message people on TikTok if you find somebody that you want to collaborate with. You know, I always think it's a cool idea to maybe start commenting on their stuff, um, not overdoing it, but start commenting a little bit. And maybe they reply to your comment or maybe they check out your page or something. Uh, but it's important that when they check out your page that you have stuff on there that you're proud of and that speaks to your brand and stuff. Yeah. Um, really good question from Charlene. Do you have to have an iPhone to do this? Um, I'm assuming the answer is probably yes. Like you have to probably have some kind of smartphone, right? 
Yeah, I don't think you can upload videos through your computer. Um, but I, I guess it can be like an Android or any of that stuff. It doesn't have to be an iPhone, iPhone. But I think you do need a smartphone. Yeah, and, and to the second part of the question, you kind of already hit on this a little bit. Does your channel have to be dedicated to music only? I mean, if you're if you're focused on music, then, you know, yeah, make the bulk of your content about that. But as Cooper was saying, find ways to weave in your personality and other stuff you're interested in, too, because that's only going to attract people who are like minded. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Josh Bissell says, have you found hashtags to be part of the recipe to growing your fan base? Uh, hashtags. I've never really understood them. Uh, <laughs> some people pop off by posting a video with 10 hashtags. Some people don't use hashtags. I use the hashtag FYP every time, or if I'm pushing a song, I hashtag that song and that's it. I don't do more than that, but that's what works for my page. Um, it really just kind of depends. I, cause I don't really, nobody understands how this algorithm works. I recommend trying you know, a lot of hashtags sometimes. I recommend trying some trending hashtags. I recommend not trying hashtags or just the hashtag FYP thing. I think just the more shots on goal with it, the more you're going to find what works for you. Yeah. It's a good question from Dave Langdon says, I love writing short, funny songs, but would rather write content for someone else to post. How can I connect with a TikTok artist who is needing songs? Yeah, that's... It's kind of, it's the same dilemma as I think these days is trying to get a cut from a big artist, right? You know, you do a lot better if you know that person and you're kind of in the room writing with them. I'd say the same thing is true for TikTok artists because, you know, we're all artists at the end of the day. We all kind of operate in our own way. Some people like cutting outside songs or getting, you know, songs from TikTok from other people. Some of us like being in that room and kind of, doing all that stuff. So I, I don't think it's any different from just the basic networking that you have to do with artists that you see that maybe you're a fan of on the app or that you like their music or something. Um, it, it's really nothing about that's that different from the general music industry. Yeah. Well said. Um, Harry, we says, if you're posting a co-write to TikTok, do you need releases from your co-writers? Uh, nobody has sued me yet. So <laughs> I don't know if Seth is drawing something up right now. Um, I have, I have not, honestly, w as a songwriter, you are so ex as hard as it is to get stuff out there as a co-writer, you are so excited. Anytime do anybody does anything with your song. Yeah. I, I found that the co-writes I go into um, with people that have had experience, maybe getting a song cut in the you know music industry, kind of in that machine, they're like fire. They're like, so you're telling me that I might not have to wait six to eight months to see if like this song is going to go anywhere. Like you're going to really try it out like next week. People get fired up over that stuff. And there's so much hold up in music that, you know, it's kind of refreshing, I think, to people to get their stuff out there. And if if your writer has a problem with you doing something that maybe you don't want to do it because you don't want to piss them off. But at the same time, it's like, what are they going to do about it? You're right. Exactly. Well said. Isabel. Um, Isabel's had her hand raised for a minute. Let's jump over to Isabel here, and we'll, we'll we'll do maybe one or two more questions, and then we'll let you get on with your day, because I know you're a busy man, my friend. Oh, nah. Not this weekend. This is chill <laughs> weekend. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's go over to Isabel. Go ahead and unmute yourself, Isabel. Hi. Um, I have a question that I didn't want to word we weirdly. Um, so I started really pursuing songwriting 
in October of 2021 when I joined Song Chasers because I got in a wheelchair so I couldn't pursue Broadway. So I don't want to be like, I don't want to get on TikTok and then be that one person that happens to blow up and then isn't ready. Um, Like I've been really diving into songwriting and trying to learn as much as possible. And I've got good feedback that I'm growing as a songwriter, but I don't want to get like that record deal or whatever. And then people are like, whoa, she's not actually good. Like that was chance, you know? Yeah. Well, I think don't be so hard on yourself and don't overanalyze if you're ready for it or not. Obviously it's got to feel right for you. Um, but I tell you what people also like is growing with an artist, um, and, and kind of being part of that growing process. I mean, I, I can only speak for myself, but I think my fans have liked to see me go from, you know, new normal, which was an incredible song because I got to write it with incredible people, but I was still kind of green on the app and all that stuff and still pretty new to performing my own stuff. So now they've gotten to go along in this process of where I was then to where I am now. And then you're going to continue to take them to where you're going to be years from now. Um, So, you know, you got to really dive into it when it feels right to to you. Don't force it. Uh, But also, you know, I, I just wouldn't think too, too hard about that part of it. And if you want to do it, you just go out and do it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That was super helpful. Absolutely. Well said. Um, We'll get these last couple real quick. Suzanne says, if part of your song is played on TikTok, do you get paid for that? Um, I don't know from the publishing side how that even works, to be honest. I think they're starting to do payouts from, um, like, people using the sound on there. I need to check, like, my TuneCore statements to see. Uh, But I've heard that they're starting to do that. It's not much. People always ask, like, you know, do you make a lot of money on TikTok? You don't. Um, there's the creator fund, which I'm I'm not even a part of that, but where you get paid per views and all that stuff, it's really minimal. And then songs played on TikTok, I guess you kind of get paid for that. The real value in TikTok is it's a vehicle to get people to really go stream your music, go on YouTube, um, download your songs and all that stuff. And if your song's getting played on TikTok a bunch, then that means a bunch of people are going to go actually listen to that song, stream it where, you know, you do make that money or buy it where you really make the most money. Um, last question from Charlene. How do you protect yourself when you put your stuff on TikTok before it's released? Um, I'm assuming what you're referring to is like, hey, what if somebody tries to take the song or whatever? And the short answer is it's the same as copywriting. Nowadays, I've never copywritten a song. Um, if you post something on TikTok and somebody else records it, you're still a songwriter of it. And so I would consider that a win, to be honest. Yeah. And, and usually p- people have a way of figuring out that like something's not, this isn't this person that's doing this. If yeah, if anybody even tries that, it, it's kind of rare that people even try that I've seen, but For sure. yeah, it always, the, the real stuff always rises to the top and the true story and all that stuff. Awesome. Cooper, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today in Song Chasers. I want everybody in Song Chasers to give the biggest virtual <laughs> hand clap even possible. You got a lot of people clapping for you out there. There you go. Hey, thanks, squad. And <laughs> Seth, you're the man. Y'all, are, um, y'all have made very, very smart decisions by signing up and learning from this guy. He's been one of the most positive influences on my life and my music, and I would certainly certainly not be anywhere close to where I am um, without this dude. So keep, uh, keep listening to this guy. 
You're gonna make me cry, Cooper. Oh, okay. I didn't worry. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, y'all. Have a great, uh, have a great rest of your day. And for those yes. of y'all who are on coffee chats, we'll see Riley in five minutes. All right. Happy Easter, everybody. Peace. Thanks, Cooper. <laughs> Thanks for checking out this special Q&A episode of the Made It in Music podcast. At Full Circle Music, we're constantly developing free and premium resources for anyone who wants to find success in the music industry, because we know it's hard. We've all started with nothing, and we want to help you accomplish the dreams that you've always had for the music you create. You can go to madeitinmusic.com to learn more about our podcast, And if you'd like to actually participate in these training and Q&A sessions live on our Song Chasers community, go to joinsongchasers.com. Joining these sessions is an exclusive opportunity just for members. And we would love to have you join hundreds of other songwriters inside the community if you're interested. Plus, there are dozens of other major benefits that Song Chasers members get that we have designed to help move their careers and goals forward as simply as possible. Again, go to joinsongchasers.com. Thank you for supporting this show, and I hope you'll stick around for the next episode.